Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the APC podcast feed. Once again, coming to you from Indianapolis, Tex Western and Tyler Brook taking you through, what is this, day five, I think, for us? Day 7,000. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, we're in the media room right now, uh, and it is just completely empty. Most of the people have left, and it's a little sad. Um, yeah. I felt bad for some of the guys we were trying to talk to this morning. Yeah, it was uh, defensive back interviews were today, and uh, we didn't even get the last group of safeties. Um, we were waiting for like an hour. Yeah, they were supposed to come out around 10.30. When we had left the media room, they had not come out as of about 11.30. So there'll be a couple guys that will be a little disappointed not to hear from. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing today to, to discuss is the workouts from the offensive linemen on yeah. Friday afternoon or Friday evening. Um Justice did a great breakdown on the site uh, this overnight, just talking about how many of these guys fit the Packers' agility times that they like to look for. Uh, seven seven five cone time, four seven five shuttle. There's 13 players uh, in this year's class that that hit those numbers, and of those 13 players, nine of them are currently expected to go on day three of the draft, which is crazy. Two years ago, for comparison, in 2020, um, only five or six guys made the cut for both of those drills and four of them were day one or day two players only one guy basically and that was john runyon made the made the cutoffs uh, as a as a day three o-line prospect for for all both of those drills well we get a really good idea like what the packers look for right like it's kind of impressive how well it falls within those exact thresholds right um so obviously the guy that we're gonna have to go back and watch now is the wisconsin kid um logan bruss logan bruss you know a perfect example of a guy that you could put an athletic tackle that puts an even more athletic guard. Yeah, and he, he profiles kind of similarly to Runyon, right? He played left tackle at Wisconsin um, against good competition in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. He has played a little bit of guard. He played there uh, previously. But, um, yeah, he's, he's got that great athletic profile, and I I would not be surprised in the least to see him show up on the Packers draft board. What, a Wisconsin guy? Wisconsin uh, Wisconsin <laughs> offensive lineman in Green Bay, you don't say. Oh, wow, that'd be, that'd be two in a row with Van Lannan. I yep. mean, Cole Van Lannan did the same thing last year. He had a really good uh, performance at Wisconsin's Pro Day, obviously no combine in 21, but basically did the same thing. He was the, the Badgers' left tackle in 2020 yep. and, and 2019, I think, Yeah. Um, with a little bit of guard play. And, yeah, yeah Packers drafted him in the seventh round. Um, Bruss is another local guy. He's from Kimberly, just outside of Appleton. So like Van Lannan, who went to Bayport High School in Green Bay, um, another very local prospect. Uh, so that that could be an interesting storyline if they draft two local guys from, from northeast Wisconsin within yeah. you know, two years. And obviously you pointed out yeah, a lot of these guys are day three. That's huge because, you know, obviously offensive line isn't a massive need for the Packers, um, but it could be something they're always looking for depth pieces, right? Like that's definitely one of the strengths on the offense is, as we've seen, if a lot of guys go down, they find guys out of nowhere that can really step up. So I don't think they're going to get any of these top guys. Like, you know, Zion Johnson had an absolutely insane workout, or yep. Trevor Penning. But, yep. you know, some of these later guy name guys, like I've been told I need to watch 
Cole Strange out of Tennessee Chattanooga. Um, you know, again, Logan Bruss, uh, Zach Thomas at San Diego yep. State was another name, like maybe, you know, late day three. So, yeah, I'm interested to see if they end up, you know, taking a look at any of these guys. Yeah, there's a Zach Thomas from San Diego State and a Zach Tom from Wake Forest. So um, Not dif- confusing at all. Different dudes. Um, both, you know, fit the, the Packers' thresholds, though, on, on the offensive yeah. line. Um, as far as the interviews go today, um, we didn't have a whole lot that really stood out to us, I think. Um, one or two guys that, that jumped out to me. Lewis Seen from Georgia had Big a really time. good interview. Uh, he's the safety, uh, was, the I think, the defensive MVP of the national championship game this year. Um, but then Matt Ariza, the punt god, uh, San Diego <laughs> State's punter kicker, um, who, who said that he's being looked at as a, a punter and kickoff specialist in, in the NFL. Um, he actually gave a really good long answer about punting in the cold, not not something he's had to do very much, you know, grew, growing up in San Diego, going to San Diego State, but um, he gave a really good answer about that, and, and I posted the video of his his response uh, to the APC Twitter and the APC Instagram, so go check that out, but he talked about um, certain things that you have to do directionally, uh, making sure that you're not putting too much hang time on the ball, and then um, a little bit of, of tweak in the drop as well to, to make sure the wind doesn't affect it very much. So he was a really good interview, um, fun guy, you know, talked about growing up a soccer fan, um, as, as one might expect. You told me he was a Man United fan, it yep. broke my heart. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, to close it out today, um, obviously we're, we are done, media interviews are wrapped up, There's um, we've got workouts for the the front seven guys uh, Saturday evening and then uh, workouts for the DBs tomorrow. But but this will be our last installment. But we want to do a little, have, have a little fun here and do some combine superlatives. So we're going to start off with best hair, and I'll let you take <laughs> this one. Uh, I just walked by Greg Dulcich when no one was talking to him, and I was just floored by that hair. <laughs> uh, for anyone that watches Workaholics, he just basically looks like a huge bulked up version of Blake. Uh, curly long flowing hair and a mustache it was pretty glorious it was that was great yeah I think my, my vote goes to Chris uh, Charles. Charleston Rambo yeah um, just some some great uh, he's, he's got a nice shave right around the side and the back and then he's got this this amazing tuft coming off the top of his head <laughs> and just just going all over the place it was awesome uh, scene was fun too he, he'd be my honorable yeah. mention he actually mentioned that uh, his position coach at Georgia will Muschamp was was a good friend of his and and Muschamp said now you need to wear your hair up because he's got these long brown dreads <laughs> he says now you need to wear your hair up and be professional at the combine <laughs> so he had him, uh, some of those dreadlocks pinned up a little bit so that was pretty good um, most stylish, best dressed. There's no, there's, there's no only question. One. Well, because yeah. everyone's wearing their combine gear, right? Right, the... right. Yeah, Isaiah Pacheco from uh, Rutgers, um, the running back who ran really fast yesterday. Yeah, the four threes. It was insane. Four three seven. Uh, but he's the one who had the Gucci sunglasses on during his presser, yeah. and was asked about that immediately. And uh, again, got a video of that on the APC Instagram. But he was he was pretty hilarious, um, wearing wearing the Gucci sunglasses and a and a nice gold chain. So definitely, uh, he, he said he was angling for a, uh, an endorsement deal from Gucci as well. So I don't think there's even a, there's not even a second place here. Hey, Godspeed, man. I hope you can get that endorsement. Yep, yep. All right, so best quote. Here's a couple of good ones. Yeah. Uh, Amog Gardner this morning, you know, with a name like Sauce, I was expecting maybe a bit more uh, loud, but he's pretty soft-spoken, but at the same time pretty confident. You can see, like, there's confidence there, but it's not. Uh, very extroverted, I guess you could say. But so, yeah. so someone asked about that. They were like, you know, you seem pretty quiet. 
off the field and that switch flips so like is there in a mod and then there's a sauce he's like now nah, the sauce is always within me and i was like what this is not like some star wars like talking about the force like what is going on um i really enjoyed that one uh my honorable mention though is definitely Devonte wyatt someone asked him why he liked football so much he said you know i just love to hit people if i had to hit one of y'all i'd probably be in jail so that that's definitely going with my honorable mention that was a good one. Um, I think my vote goes to Damian Pierce. He was asked about, there's a, a play, a By one-on-one. Yeah, yeah you asked about yeah. this, that there was a, a one-on-one uh, at the Senior Bowl that kind of went viral. And he just he just laughed. He's like, yeah, I mean, anything can go viral. A cat sitting on a donut in a pool can go viral. <laughs> so that was... It was, was a kinda... very specific example <laughs> that I appreciated. Uh, um, let's see. Best overall workout. I think this is a... Um, a tough one for me I think Zion Johnson the the offensive lineman out of Boston College he was unreal um, looking at the numbers again he was he was I think in the seven twos or seven threes for the three cone and down in like the four three four fours for the uh, for the shuttle um, just absolutely incredible incredible um, athletic testing for him um, and and as a as a big guy right like that's a that's a huge huge performance um, and and he's probably again he's going to be you know borderline first day guy you think yes uh, oh, maybe, big yeah, time maybe, I think this helped second. him I had him a first round grade and seeing these workouts I'm sold he'll be after Linderbaum he will probably be the second interior offensive lineman taken yeah so so again Boston College guy I think he was a transfer right too if I remember right I'm not entirely sure on that okay. one yeah we'll have to check but. Um, for you, I know you had a couple guys in mind. Yeah, uh, the one, you know, I, I, I'm changing my answer just, you know, in the middle of the show. But, I mean, Christian Watson, man, how can we not talk about this? Especially yeah. for Packers fans who, again, are quite interested in him. But a 9.98 RAS, you know, pending shuttle times or agility scores is just outrageous. Um, he, he was a guy that needed to have a big one because there's a lot of questions about how does that athleticism translate from the FCS. Uh, that got answered in spades. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Um, all right, moving on. Biggest human. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go with the easy answer and do Minnesota offensive tackle Daniel Faalele. Uh, six foot eight, three eighty-two, I believe, is what he weighed, weighed in at uh, here in Indy. Um, said that he showed up at Minnesota at like four twenty when he was a freshman, and then has worked his way down about forty pounds or so. But uh, yeah, Faalele is without question. I mean, physically, just just based on pure mass, pure size, he's the biggest guy here. Yeah, mine mine's a little different as far as largest humans because I'm impressed that it was it was just like a dense human as well. It was Evan Neal out of Alabama, uh, six seven and a half, three hundred and thirty seven pounds, uh, and you wouldn't guess there's any body fat on him. Like yeah. he's a trim three thirty seven. Yeah. Um, the voice I think the voice makes him a more imposing human too because it's extremely baritone, really low. Mm-hmm. He just commands a room with that size. Um, so yeah, it's it's a little bit of a different, a uh, large human, uh, but what an imposing guy I would never ever ever want to get mad. No, absolutely. So we're gonna wrap it up with, uh, and thanks to to our Paul Noonan for suggesting this one, the Jeff Janis Award, um, <laughs> best workout by a day three guy who is likely to get Packers fans all excited about uh, the prospect of drafting yeah. him, and I'll stick at the same position and go with Kevin Austin Jr. Mm-hmm. on a Notre Dame. Really, he was the only wide receiver in this year's group who ran the the shuttle drills and ran the agility drills who ran them well yeah but all across the board just great great numbers six two almost six two and a half 200 pounds uh 33 inch arms four four three in the 40 
And then his three cone, 671, by far Jeez. and away the best of, of anybody at this year's combine. We'll see what happens with pro days there. But then he also put up a 39-inch vert and yeah. an 11-foot broad jump. Unreal. Just absolutely ridiculous. Um, guys very much looked at as a day three prospect. Uh, but, yeah, if you're looking for someone to, um, to really come in and, and have the ability to be a deep ball guy, um, maybe contribute on special teams a little bit, yeah, I think, uh, I think Kevin Austin's your guy. And in, in that late day three range, um, you know, taking a flyer on an athlete, um, you know, the Packers have certainly been known to do that with their late picks, and, yeah. and that's the guy that I would keep an eye on. Yeah, the one for me that really stood out was Jelani Woods, the tight end out of Virginia. Uh, another likely day three guy just because it's not a great tight end class, but it's pretty jumbled, and I'm not sure if he's going to be able to jump some of these guys like Trey McBride or Jalen Weidermeyer. Um, so with Jelani Woods, you know, obviously he comes in, I mean, over 6'7", 253 pounds. Not only to get 24 reps on the bench press, but he ran a 4.61, and at that size, is practically almost a tackle. Uh, to run a 4.61 is absolutely insane. Uh, I found out he did play quarterback in high school as well. I believe wow. he was recruited as a quarterback. Um, so it would make that transition. Um, heck of a player. Uh, that's one of those guys, day three. Packers fans, if you want Jimmy Graham without the cap hit and maybe a little <laughs> younger, um, I think this might be your guy. Well, and, and a little more explosiveness probably than, than Graham had at, towards the end of his career when he was in Green Bay. So, you know, yeah. jump ball guy, red zone target, um, you know, maybe a little bit up, up the seam here here and there. Uh, that could be a real a real fun one. And, and at a possession where the Packers have some, some question marks. Absolutely, tight end. yeah. So, well, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, Tyler, I just want to say thanks for, for – being here, we had a we had a great time this week. the The marathon was, <laughs> it was a marathon. Was real. Um, it, it is you know it, we're we're privileged to be able to be here and do this, but um, it definitely is a, a stressful week and a, a long one. And it's been it's been a joy doing this uh, with you and, and being able to to break this down. You know, at the end of the day, every day. I think I took like three years off my life this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Um, Again, just just being here and, and talking to so many of the different mm. media folks, um, talking to all these players, you know, team team officials and, and coaches and things, um, it, it's really a, a fantastic experience. Yeah. You know, um, Thursday we we got a chance to to hang out with Peter King a little bit and mm. and a bunch of the the national NFL writers. Address the Schefter tweet. Yeah, that was a that was a good one. I actually, uh, I asked a little a little bit about why Leroy Butler took so long to get into the Hall of Fame and mm. and got some good answers about um, mm -hmm. you know John Lynch. The, the experience that he had being, or the platform he had being the GM, um, kind of putting him a little more in voters' minds. Yeah. Um, that the couple of people I talked to did really confirm that that did play a, a major factor. Um, and, and it's a position at safety, right, where they had a lot of these guys backed up, and it seems like they're kind of trying to trying to bring one in every year. Yeah. Um, so I really appreciated the, the folks that, that we talked to there. And um, if anybody's in Indianapolis, Sun King Brewery, you know, does a, a great job with that event every year. Um, certainly a, a, an awesome place to go visit and some, some tremendous beer there as well. So yep. just a, a, a little shameless, un, uh, unsolicited plug for those guys. They do a great job. Excellent beer. You know, they got locations all across Indy, so I've grown up with Sun King Beer since I was 21. Let's make sure that's a vital <laughs> stipulation. Uh, but, yeah, I could not recommend Sun King enough if you're ever in the Indy area. All right. 
Well, that's going to close it out for us. Uh, keep it at Acme Packing Company the next couple days. We'll keep breaking down the uh, results of the rest of the workouts. Um, again, Edge Class working out on Saturday afternoon. Uh, probably by the time you, you hear this, we'll, we'll have seen some of those results come in. But uh, definitely think that's a position for the Packers to, to keep an eye on. And then DBs will be running again on Sunday. So, again, keep it at Acme Packing Company. Thanks so much for following along with us all week long. We really appreciate uh, everybody out there listening and reading. And until next time, Go Pack Go!